What's up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of Where's the Airport. This is a show about nothing but everything. And first is actually in parentheses because we've actually recorded before. But I don't know if we're going to release those episodes. That might go into sort of like the uh, the box set of Where's the Airport. <laughs> so, um, but so we are co-piloting this thing, co-captaining. Do you captain it? I, I think you pilot a plane. Yeah, you pilot a plane. Well, I'm Kevin Ross, the co-captain, as well as... Marie Rittenhouse. All right. So, yeah, we are captaining... I, I don't think you captain... I'm not sure. A boat? <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, the thing is, is that what is this show all about? And I guess, like, let's ask the listener, maybe even ask ourselves. So, you know those times, and I know everyone has had that time, when... You said, you know what, I wish I could just drive myself to the airport and then just pick a destination and just at random. And I think that's kind of the conversation, right? Like there's no real formula here. There's topics, but we could start on one topic and then end up on like a taco recipe. You you, you (laughs) never know, right? I do. I'm always up for tacos. So Right. So I guess if we're throwing a dart at where we're going to go Although, I don't know if we can get the darts through security. Yeah, sharps, I don't know, nerf darts. Maybe they wouldn't let us fly after that, unless you're actually hitting up a dart competition, (laughs) likely in Las Vegas, I'm sure. Like, the the world dart. uh, That's actually got to be a thing. Like It it has to be a real thing. I think so. So, we wanted to restart this thing. I don't know if we'll get into the details of why we didn't. Well, maybe we could because this is kind of what we're talking about today. And we're both entrepreneurs. And I, you, you're an entrepreneur. And <laughs> okay. don't, don't even give me some flack about <laughs> I was that. was nodding my head. <laughs> okay. Fine. Fine. So what I think we really want to talk about is like getting started. As now, this is not a business podcast. Like, I want to reiterate, we want to reiterate, this is seriously a show about nothing but everything. Hopefully, there'll be some content that you'll find valuable, entertaining at the very least. And we do have an open bar on this flight. Oh, excellent. We do. So, if it's not hitting you, have a drink. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're in the car, don't drink. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, please don't sue us for like drinking and driving. (laughs) Um, And if you're on a flight listening to this show, now, how's that possible? Mm, sit back and relax and uh, imagine that we truly are captaining you through the skies. <laughs> right. And try not to panic. Ooh, <laughs> scary. Okay. So anyway, yeah, we really wanted to talk about that entrepreneurial start. And so you and I have known each other professionally, personally for years. And I've been an entrepreneur for quite a long time. And we met on a professional level through sort of my entrepreneurial endeavor, your career. And we decided to say, hey, how about this? Business, right? Let's do this. We don't have enough to do. You want to do some more? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so we, we're, we're working this like chaotic, like just such a cadence, like a high cadence, right? Just um, and, and trying to get things done. And I'm always looking, you know, I've, I've used the term keeping my head on a swivel, looking for other opportunities. And you and I had connected through that whole video photography thing. We'll talk more about it. Sure. But, you know, I mean, I guess it's relevant, right? I think so. We're photographers and you're more the photographer. We're, you're both, we're both videographers. Right. I, I think we're both both. Okay, fine. Both both. 
And then I've been a podcaster for many years, have actually hosted and been on hundreds of shows and just kind of tabled it for a while so that we could kind of build this business, not the podcasting business, but now we're moving into that podcasting space. That's part of, you know, the media that we're going to be creating. Yeah. So it was interesting because I was I was saying to my community on the vlog and I said this morning how excited I was to really get podcasting again. And we've done this before, but you know what? I think we actually have to have your home studio. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty nice to have a dedicated space that's quiet. It helps. Yeah, because I mean, we were recording, we've recorded a few episodes of this show already. Again, maybe we'll release them on some, like I said, they're going to be buried in some weird archive. Maybe just randomly, like, what is this show? (laughs) That's actually when we were in the Airstream at the studio. But having this dedicated space, I think, fires me up again. And I think also what fires me up again and being that entrepreneur is is not just like the new shiny thing. So is there a squirrel out on the wing? I don't know. So anyway, not that new shiny object, um, but just, I mean, all right, she's not dipping into the drink. I she did is, not even get that until like five seconds after. Hopefully the listeners actually got that like right away. But here, here's another drink. Again, fly responsibly, folks. Um uh, my hands on the wheel. Do you, you're not on the great. wheel. great. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> on the throttle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So actually, there's no steering wheel in the plane. Anyway, <laughs> so I think what I wanted to reiterate is that, you know, as an entrepreneur, we can get that shiny new object syndrome, like where we start something and we're like, ooh, this is good. Let's start this. And 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 I do think that we're trying to build this budding like photography and filmmaking business. Like, well, we've kind of been doing this now for eight, nine months or something like that, you know, as a business. Um, And many people might say like, well, you know, to start something new, like uh, this is still so fresh. Is that even like up and running? Well, it is up and running. We're still working on that sort of paid client um, mm-hmm. side of things aspect yeah you know yeah. like revenue what you know so you can stay in, <laughs> in business the, in year one <laughs> right right maybe the best way to capture it is um it, it's side hustle well it, it pretty much has to be right now because like you said we aren't making money at it yet and mm-hmm. neither of us is in a position to leave our paid positions to go and follow a passion project so yeah i mean it, it has to be a side hustle at least for now I think we're both kind of grappling with, is it going to become the full-time thing? Is it always going to remain a side thing? Because we're very passionate about um, the the original business that we met each other through as well. And leaving that, you know, is kind of a big step. So it in a way, like, that's down the road. Either way, whether we're making revenue or not, like, that would be a huge life change to move out of one field altogether and into creative, the creative space full time. Right. Well, and I, and, and let me like step back just for a second to give context because people might be asking, so, okay, well, if I am a full-time entrepreneur, then why not? Like, how is this even a side hustle? Mm-hmm. But see this business that I am CEO that I own, Uh, I am definitely very much planted in it at this moment. So can an entrepreneur still have a side hustle? Does that even make sense? And yes, because this has become an operation that has to be run. And my struggle, as to to your point, having a full-time job, then a side hustle as, you know, having your own business, 
I still have those struggles too. And I think that there can be plenty of entrepreneurs out there that can have those same struggles because like you think like, okay, well, can I pivot? Can I step aside, Mm -hmm. still have this generate revenue or run without me? Right. And that's been the biggest thing for me is like, can that place run without me? Yeah. And I, I, even though I'm not running the business, that is my main gig. I also oh question, come on, give yourself some credit. <laughs> I also question where its trajectory would go if I were to step away. So yes, I mean, I may not be CEO, but uh, I'm you're in leadership. Key role, yes. I would say yes. Give yourself credit. She's yeah. in a leadership position, running a department, um, and so that's that's enough of that. That's that's where uh, you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. Right. So. I think one of the things, too, that people may connect with, we're both parents, right? Yeah. We both have families. That's a full-time job. No, it is definitely a full-time job. Because, you know, people might be asking, like, okay, well, these two, you know, goofballs that apparently are trying to fly this plane. I don't even know where we're flying this thing. Like I said, we could end up on a Circles. taco recipe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's not it's, about the destination, okay? It's yeah, about the journey. It is the journey. And there's no turbulence on this. And again, if there's more turbulence, then we need more, you know, fluids flowing. <laughs> Some adult drinks. That's right. So, um, and not that we're drinking right now. Again, or may are we? No, we're we're actually maybe filming you're ourselves. not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I've already had three or four before I got here. Um, what was I going to say? I oh, have no idea. Right. So the full time gig of being a parent, because I think a lot of people struggle with. I have this passion project. I have this thing that I want to do, but I have a full time job, or maybe you even have a business and you want to do something else. And so how do, you know, how, how do I do that with this family? And Mm -hmm. I think it comes down to like prioritizing your time and Mm -hmm. taking like chunks of time like we are today. Exactly. You know, because I think that you have to, and, and I appreciate you helping me out with this because being very visual as far as a calendar, putting things down, like on a Google doc, (laughs) like these are the things we're going to talk about. This is when we're going to do it. And no, she's not mothering me. It's just that. I think from a visual perspective, I think it definitely helps you, but mm-hmm. it's certainly been helping me versus, like I said, you know, the squirrel out on the wing. I may just be like, I'm a podcast right now. <laughs> I got 15 minutes. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Um, and that might not be a good use of my time at that moment. Well, or it might, it, if you don't have any pre-planning, I, I sometimes think that you later look back on the quality and think, wow, I wish I would have taken more time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean- and not to take the spontaneity out of it. No, not at all. But just to kind of, I guess, be mindful of kind of the bigger picture rather than living moment to moment. Right. And I think, yeah, you can you can do a little bit of living moment to moment. But hey, let's actually talk about that mindful. What in the world would we do if we didn't talk about this whole mindfulness thing? We wouldn't be like Coloradans that mostly work in Boulder if we didn't use the word mindfulness. Right. Oh, right. We just gave it up, folks. We're from Boulder. Great. <laughs> granola. So anyway, actually, I don't really eat granola. Um, but that, that whole mindfulness thing, I think that you hit on a key point there accidentally it, or maybe intentionally. I don't know. So, I mean, you're, you're co-piloting this thing too, but I think when you're mindful about, like when you're present in that moment of whatever it is that you're doing and you're mindful, you're connected to whatever it is that you're doing, but then you know, like, okay, at this hour, this day, this next block of 15 minutes or 30 minutes, 
however you define it in mm-hmm. your day to day. Like I think as long as you feel like, okay, I'm connecting with what it is that I'm doing at that moment. Mm-hmm. I think you, know, you put yourself all in. Right. And you've seen me do this. Um, like yesterday I was working on sort of the more administrative stuff and what we do together. And then you, you hit stop by the studio. And then at that moment, like I felt like I was at a good spot, like where, you know, I could be like happily disrupted, mm-hmm. you know, because then we could kind of pivot into our, our business, our other business, um, and, and talk about that. And I felt like I could give my attention to that too. Right. You know, and I think, um, I think if we choose to be mindful and not this all like frou-frou spiritual stuff. I mean, yeah, I no, no, but I is. mean, I, I think choosing to use your time intentionally, which is something else you talk about a lot, where you are aware of what you truly are working on, taking it to completion, even though it may not be like your preference to work on that line item at that moment, knowing that getting it done and off your list is going to free you up to do the things that you want to be doing later and not pushing it to the side in, in preference of doing something fun, which you could, we could easily, you know, switched off to video any second, right? Like we carry our cameras with us. We do. We could, we could always be vlogging 24 seven. We could be daily vloggers, but we would never get anything done in our main jobs. Right. <laughs> so right. we have to we have to be intentional about putting that shiny thing down and knowing what our responsibilities are and being mindful of the the people that depend on us and the full picture of what we're trying to accomplish. Right. Well, and I think part of that mindfulness thing, you're doing a great job because you're just teasing things out that I wanted to talk about because when you talk about <clears throat> the people that that depend on us, like it's that connection, right? So whether it's the people that we're serving, like in our day-to-day business are probably the lion's share of our time, right? Professionally. And then there are, there's our family. And then we do, we're vloggers. We talked about that or no, we didn't. I'm mentioning it. We have YouTube channels. And so we film personally. And I think if we allow ourselves to be mindful with that, to know like, okay, Maybe this isn't what I want to be doing exactly at this very moment, but I I have to get it done. And part of what like keeps driving me is to know that there's somebody on the receiving end of that product or service or whatever it is that I'm doing that's going to make their day better. It's going to make their day easier. It's going to do something that actually offers some value. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. So even if it's not like, oh, this isn't really exciting, I do know that it's helpful I think what we do, regardless of whether we're filming or in our other jobs, um, it, it's helpful. Like it's helping someone. Right. You know, and it's sometimes, you know, like sometimes our emotional cup gets more full or more fi- like filled in some of the things that we want to be doing at that very moment. But you're right, that shiny object syndrome. But I just got it. I just I got the shiny object. I don't want to put it down. <laughs> I want to play with it right now. Well, it's hard with the creative aspect because sometimes inspiration strikes you at inopportune times. Like we'll be thinking about, you know, the main gig and then suddenly we'll switch track and start talking about the creative vision for a video for a client. And later we have to recall that conversation. We have to pull back out that inspirational feeling that we had in that moment 
And it's kind of hard because you want to switch right when the inspiration strikes, when it's fresh and hot. But it's not always the right time to just pick up your creative toy and start doing that. Right. Well, and that's just like that Krispy Kreme donuts, like the hot now sign. Actually, not that Krispy Kreme's a sponsor, but is Krispy Kreme still around? Oh, I hope not. Gross. <laughs> oh, poor Krispy Kreme. So, um, so what do you, what do you like personally? Because I, I struggle with it too. What do you struggle with in that moment? Like, if you can't, because you're right. Like, when you're a creative, mm-hmm. and I think everybody is a creative to some degree. Yeah. Like, what happens? Like, when you get inspired and you're just like. I could lose this shot. I could lose this moment, but I actually have to cook dinner for my family or I've got to run these like, you know, TPS reports over (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think I I try to um, hold space for that creative thought in that moment if I can and if I can write it down or, um, you know, if I'm driving somewhere, I can definitely use that time to at least think about it, even if I can't sit down at my laptop and edit or, um, you know, do those things. I think you and I also um, utilize texting each other <laughs> as a tool of like, let's not lose these ideas. And so right. I, if, if we're in the middle of our workday working on not creative and the inspiration strikes, um, at least I oftentimes will text you and say, Hey, don't let me forget to tell you about these ideas for this video. And um, even if we can have like a three, four minute text conversation about it, that kind of bouncing the ideas off of someone, you know, if it's possible in that minute, just to take a little time, you know, live in that inspirational space for a sec and then put it down somewhere so you can come back to it. Right. That helps. Well, it does. And I think also working together like in mm-hmm. partnership is helpful because like if you text me or if I text you or somebody writes something down, usually it's you. Um, like <laughs> if you're not like... I guess where I'm trying to go with this is that sometimes we can drag each other out of some kind of funk, right? Because mm-hmm. you're I just like, so. oh, I'm still in this mindset of like this. And you're like, I know, but come on, let's turn it. Like, we're, we're good. Let's let's put a bookmark in that. Like, we'll get back to that in a second. Like, here's the thing. And, and so like, we work off of each other's energy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're totally like, like, and you know me, because I totally get jazzed and I'm trying to like rock things out and I'm crazy animated looks like i've been hopped up on tons of caffeine or something i don't know it's like let's do this um but it's, well, it's great to work in, in sync like that yeah i think so i mean we, let's dive into that a little more because you've done the solopreneur thing and then yes. you've had businesses with a co-founder so can like this this is my kind of first dive into entrepreneurship okay i would say i mean there was like a little hiccup but it didn't really go anywhere. So it doesn't really count. So as far as like your experience, talk about, I think I'm interested to know the difference between having a co-founder and going it alone. Cause I think there's a, a certain appeal to like, you have control and you don't have to run ideas past anybody. Right. Well then there's, there's the whole thing though. Cause you mentioned co-founder versus, you know, maybe having employees or, or solopreneur doing it alone. Mm-hmm. So you're right. So my current endeavor that I guess, and I never like to say that I have a job, but for right now, like I am definitely pulled into the operations aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think you have a job. I do. So, <laughs> oh, that's nasty. <laughs> it's terrible. Don't say that. Um, 
is that, yeah, you're right. Like the decision making, especially like in the beginning, mm -hmm. it's like I didn't have to ask for permission. I didn't have to ask for opinion. Although I was asking for opinion, you know, from colleagues, friends, mm -hmm. you know, at that time, like during the startup versus, yeah, the co-founder piece. Um, I like to put the pedal to the metal and I like to just go, mm -hmm. even if I'm going through the wall. Um, it's certainly nice having you around to like move the steering wheel a little bit so I actually don't crash into it 150 <laughs> miles an hour. Um, it is, it, it, it's something, it's someone that helps me check things, keep things in check. But yeah, I feel like I'm, I have a different level of responsibility now mm -hmm. because like if I make a, a, like a quote unquote executive decision, I don't feel like I do that. I don't want to do that alone. I want to do that together. Right. Um, but, but I, one of the things I, I want to highlight is that for people to start out, it can be very isolating if you are by yourself. So I'm not saying like go out there and get a co-founder immediately because you want to share whether it's financial resources or cameras, um, <laughs> you know, gear. Uh, it's it's nice, but I think you have to ask yourself like, what am I capable of? Mm -hmm. I'm a people person. I love to talk. Mm -hmm. I love to engage. I love community. I love building and scaling. And I don't, I, I actually like doing it, you know, like in partnership. Mm -hmm. um, I've had some not so savory partnerships. I'll probably talk about that. We, we should talk about that probably in another episode because mm -hmm. I've got, I've got a few of those. Mm -hmm. Sitches. Um, <laughs> it's just a past full of skeletons or yeah. dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, nobody's dead as far as I know, you know, but, uh, and I'll look them up anyway. <laughs> so um, I don't know that I answer the, I guess the, the thing is, is that I think it's okay to start out on your own, mm -hmm. but like, I do think you need to think about like the steps ahead. Is, is this something I want to pursue completely by myself? Mm -hmm. Do I want to build a team? of whether it's freelancers or actual employees, is that even something like this type of business needs? Because um, you can get contractors all day long. Right. Freelancers helping you do stuff. You can certainly hire people to do whatever task you don't want to do. Right, right. I think one of the things that I really appreciate about this, though, is that, again, I feel like not just the isolation, because it's not just having a person around. I like sharing the decisions. Yeah, I think I think there's upsides to a co-founder structure and there's also downsides, right? So th I think the upside is you have someone to share it with. You're going through it. You're not alone. You aren't isolated. You aren't. And it doesn't all feel like it's resting solely on your shoulders at the point where you're hiring or making clients happy or investors happy. Like that can be a lot of pressure on just one person. Yeah. But it, the the flip side of that coin is it takes a lot of communication to be a co-founder. It takes a lot of flexibility and, you know, you're not always going to get your way and you you your co-founder might annoy you at times and you just have to, like, move on. You have to be an adult about it and, you know, it's going to change your relationship with that person. It's not going to be like you were best friends since college and then all of a sudden and you're going to be able to run a business together because – your best friends because it's totally different relationship right. when you step into that space. I think if you come from the perspective that, cause you bring up a valid point about when things can get a little tough, mm -hmm. like, and at times, you know, I've definitely seen relationships be destroyed by, by business. I think if you can try to at least isolate that, okay, 
we are friends, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and we're kind of on the same path of like raising, cr- you know, families, crazy hustle. Mm-hmm. You've got dance. I've got soccer, baseball, gymnastics no, in the future. It, not it's yet. Done. Not yet. Okay. But, but <laughs> in, you've had it. Oh, but it's We've completely ha- done. It's do- oh, she's so done. Okay. That's so. another story for okay. another episode. <laughs> Perfect. So we'll talk about dance, soccer and gymnastics on another episode. Um, but I think that, you know, the business, they're, they're, it's tangible, mm-hmm. right? Like we see the tangible aspect of that business. But I think even though it's hard because you feel so connected to the business, I think what happens is, is that you can lose your identity mm-hmm. in the business. I was just going to say the same thing. Or, or the business becomes your identity right to an unhealthy degree yeah so then if i get let's say upset if that's even something that would happen like if i get a little miffed mm-hmm. about something then maybe you or or me like you, you could personalize it a little bit cuz you think like well that's so a part of me mm-hmm. like so if you're saying this about the business you're saying this about me which i think that having an open communication an open forum to be able to and, and you and i have have said like we have to be honest with each other we have to be able to talk to each other. If you, you should tell me if I'm being completely like unreasonable about right. this, right? I think you have to be. You have to be able to say to each other like, "I need a minute," or you know, "You're being crazy," and you, it has to be open lines of communication, a hundred and fifty thousand percent. Because if there's stuff you can't say to your co-founder, it's just going to build, right? I hope we can grow by 150,000%. Me too. I mean, in the next awesome. like two months, right? In the next two months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So I think we can do that. What is 150,000% of zero dollars? <laughs> right, exactly. So yeah, I guess $150,000. So we have to get $150,000 project. So we'll, I'll, I'll work on that. <laughs> oh, good. Awesome. Let me know. I'll right. be there to shoot. <laughs> right. So, and, you know, and, and I think that's the one thing too, is that you had mentioned uh, and something that I was saying, like when you start on alone and you have somebody, a partner to help you scale. And now I was in a position because it was probably the time of my life where my kids were. I mean, they were like babies, um, but I was able to scale pretty quickly by myself. But then the, I hit a ceiling like really quick. And I did. I had to hire. I had to build teams versus like I think we've actually done quite a bit of work mm-hmm. for a side hustle. Because it's been the two of us doing this together. <laughs> Quite a bit of unpaid work. Yeah, okay. Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, this no, is I tra- know. This is transparent, right? <laughs> like, this is transparency. So, um, and I think that's what the, I think that's what people need to hear. Yeah, I mean, it, I think the fact that it is a side hustle has allowed us to take on projects that we probably wouldn't have been able to do if it, if we were relying on it for income. Well, yeah. And so I, you're right. You're right. I mean, I think if we say, okay, this is a side hustle, but it does get frustrating, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're just like, I mean, I look at me, <laughs> I think like, dude, you were able to actually build a business like on your own and it's doing all of these things. Like, why can't you do that with the side hustle? But I do, I, I argue with myself. I was running this morning and I was arguing with myself. I was like, you know, we're going to do this podcast and that's just another thing, but I want to do it. And I think it's going to help me move and motivate. It's almost like I need my plate like really, really full. I know that about you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I, I think that I, I've kind of lost a hunger because 
I was hungry, like <laughs> emotionally, physically, like actually, like literally we weren't hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like raising a very young family and taking huge risks. And I had to remain so hungry to do that. Uh, like I'm admitting, like, I think I probably got a little complacent mm-hmm. because like I got into sort of corporate mode and like, well, you know, I've got clients and there's revenue coming in and all this stuff is happening. So, yeah, this this like side hustle is fun. Um, but again, I, I do feel a responsibility because I, I have people's payroll that I'm responsible for. So I, there's definitely a level. Boring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> HR and everything. Um, no, and, and I, I have the same. Even yeah. though I'm not, like I said, the CEO, I do have the same sort of responsibilities to my employees. Right. So I, I understand that. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think talking it out, like, like I can tell you today, I'm admitting right now, I don't know. When did we start talking? Like, what's the thing say? I don't even know. Uh, It's like almost half an hour already. (laughs) So sorry, folks, if you're still with us. Um, But I think hearing myself say these things Mm -hmm. is helping. And I think that that's maybe a piece of advice that I would give um, if there's like a light that goes on. Um, Not the overhead, you know, like light in the in the plane or anything because <laughs> the, the fasten seatbelt yeah sign. the fasten seatbelt sign or like that light that people turn on when you're trying to sleep and they would like want to read okay <laughs> it's shining right in my eyeballs um no i i guess it's just that i think you need to talk to yourself about it and if people think that you're weird because you're like standing in the middle of the living room talking to yourself and like who's there like oh gosh mom needs to be checked Something's going <laughs> we, on. we all know mom needs to be checked it's fine but i i I do think that i think you need to hear yourself say it Mm -hmm. like if you're committed to trying to be bold to try to rewrite some narrative or write some narrative that's different than what you're already doing then i think you know part of that validation is talk to yourself Mm -hmm. have a conversation with yourself like how does this feel like what do you want out of it what is this going to do for you don't even don't even like get into the steps of like how do I get started mm-hmm. um, first. Just have a conversation like what you think you might feel like when you do get started. And if you if you feel like you are going to have a co-founder or you can't answer those questions on your own, maybe that's a sign that you do need a co-founder. And I think that that's fair. Right. I think honestly, uh, you would have no problem founding on your own you haven't before sure i don't know that i would do it without a co-founder okay so that's actually a great point so you have self-assessed and said like i i think i really need someone that can sort of hold the wheel with me along the way sometimes you can drive you know like i got this i'm good but then there's also it's nice to have that like backup to be able to make some decisions i think so yeah i think it's helpful and i've actually enjoyed this um, for sure. And I, and, and it, I think it's, it's definitely been fun. And, you know, as far as like those feelings, I think those feelings can change. I think they can evolve. And it's like, well, you know, you're on this path and like you're months and months in and you're like, I don't feel the same way. I mean, those feelings are going to evolve, especially as you're starting to build a business, but having a side hustle, I do think you need to define an amount of time that works for you and your schedule. And I think you need to also have conversations with your family or your friends People that could be directly impacted by you wanting to do this mm-hmm. because you, you need to say like, I need 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And like, let's say that you spend 30 minutes every day after work, before work, on the weekends to just chip away 
at whatever it is that you're doing. Because eventually that 30 minutes is going to turn into an hour, a couple hours, and then maybe even days at a time. Right. So I think just be honest with yourself of what you're capable of doing like right now. And then that will evolve. Like 15 turns into 30, 30 turns into an hour and so on and so forth. So I agree. Yeah. Um, but I, but I do think, you know, test it out with some friends, colleagues, like, is this a dumb idea? Plenty of people might tell you that that's a dumb idea because there are plenty of people out there that just like the status quo. You know, what makes you an entrepreneur is that going against the grain, that being bold, that wanting to take charge of something Mm -hmm. like in your life and in your career, your business, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's nice to actually be able to call some shots, um, but also be doing what it is that you feel like you should be doing in life. It's empowering. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't want to get into, because I also, as an entrepreneur, I know that there are businesses that are more like lifestyle as far as like, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm passionate about. This is what I meant to do versus the entrepreneur, which I've, I do now as well, um, from financial investments is that there's just businesses that just generate revenue. Um, they're not sleazy. It's just, you know, but do I want to be in it day to day? Not really, Mm -hmm. but it's a business. It doesn't need me to be there every day. It doesn't need me to run it. There are other people involved in that process. I'm just part of that brand, but you know, but I I don't want to, I don't want to get into that, those like differences. Like I think a lot of people just start out with something that they feel passionate about and they have a skill set to bring to the table. Right. So anyway, uh, how, where do we need to take this? I don't know. Like, how do we close this out? I don't know. I guess we just needed to really start. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the the overarching theme is like starting up's not easy. No, but it's definitely worth it. Right. Um, it's definitely a unique experience. It's unlike anything else you can try. Yeah, and I think what this actually is doing today, you putting together this home studio. You putting on the calendar, like, well, first off, it was like video editing, but then we talked about <laughs> podcasting is accountability. <laughs> Hold yourself accountable and just put the stuff out there. Right. Take action. Mm-hmm. You can try to better yourself. You can try to take classes. You can try to get on YouTube to learn just about anything that you want to learn. And that's fantastic. Start taking some action on it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's what we're doing today, even though, yes, we recorded several episodes before, but I feel good about this start. I feel better about this start because I think we have better define what it is I think that we want to do with this show, even though it's still about nothing. (laughs) Um, But we had a conversation, right? Yep. And I think that conversation helped to just say like, let's just get it going. So Mm -hmm. anyway, let's just land the sucker, I guess. All right, here we go. Yeah. So um, anyway, hopefully everybody's had enough adult beverages because I've never landed a plane. (laughs) Sober. um, It might be. Yeah, it might be a little choppy. I'm not sure. But anyway, I guess I just want to say that I appreciate everybody tuning into this episode, the one or two of you right now um, that are listening to the show. And again, hopefully we bring some kind of value, some kind of entertainment, something, you know, I don't even know. Just two goofballs talking to each other for 30 minutes is still entertainment. Right, exactly. All right, so we've landed somewhere. We don't know where this thing is, but the plane is on the ground. And, um, you know, thank you for flying with us. Definitely. Thanks for listening and catch you on the next episode. Yeah, exactly. All right. So tray tables up and we are out of here.